0: What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. This is something I want to see a little bit more of at the executive level. I want to, I want to see executives... I want to see executives fired. Sorry, I just paused because this is a big statement. I want to see executives fired because they are not... I want to see executives and high-level managers, probably the general manager level, the VP level, I want to see them fired when they are not... Showing the capability over the course of time, after they've been given training, to apply some of the the following categories when it comes to DE&I. And I want the head of people to be the one that inevitably makes the decision of that firing, obviously with the green light of the CEO. Follow with me here for a moment. This this is going to be short, by the way, and I'll make a part two to expand a little bit more. Um, DE&I role design. What I mean by that is I believe executives and VPs, when it comes to putting together a team underneath of them, are folks that are going to be doing actual things. I believe DE&I and certain elements involved in it should be a thoughtful thing that can be judged against when putting those teams together. I believe learning and development and what does... And the ways that diversity impacts learning and development, I think the executive level and the VP levels should have an understanding of how those things show up operationally and day-to-day within teams. And if their teams are not reflecting those values and those day-to-day executions and those realities when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion within the learning and development processes, I believe that the VP or executive could be held accountable to that. I believe decision-making structures, workflow structures, psychological safety, um, Diversity of thought, I believe there's a lot of ways that we can track if those things are actually occurring at the VP and executive level with the teams and with their direct reports. And I think there's ways that we can track and put together measurement tools and systems to understand if those folks are doing a good job there. Um, those are all categories that I believe a head of people should be the best person in the organization to make judgments against at the executive level and the VP level, because here's what I'm saying. If the DE and I is not being implemented within the role role of design of an internal direct report, if learning and development executions when you're su- supporting and trying to teach and develop your uh, direct reports are not being um, designed and empathetic and contextually created around DE and I, if decision making, if workflow structures, if psychological safety are, are not occurring within the teams that these executives and these VPs and these departments are looking after, I believe the VP. And the executive should be held accountable if the organization, aka the head of people, did a good job of training and developing those folks to understand the elements through and through around how to do those things. Thus, when they're looking over the teams, I believe the VP and the executive should be held accountable to being fired. That's what's not actually happening within the DEI space. A lot of trainings are being had. A lot of keynotes are being had. A lot of conversations are being had. A lot of best practices. Practices are being had, a lot of workshops are being had, but I am not seeing heads of departments, VP level, and executives being held accountable to the amount of DEI initiatives and executions operationally. Again, role design, learning and development, decision making, workflow structure, psychological safety. If those things are not happening at scale and in micro moments within teams, I'm not seeing executives at the highest level being held accountable, AKA fired. That's really what I mean. Now, I know that was a big rant and a big statement, but I believe in it the most. I wanna get some thoughts and reactions to this because I can expand more of how to operationally make this happen around what the head of people should be doing and what the measurement tools should be in the design of those tools and how to actually hold these folks accountable. And how long should you, should you teach and develop the VPs and the executives around these principles? And how long from that period of the end of the learning and development moment is the ramp up speed for these things to become st- super operational and super second nature and super contextual in the minds of their subconscious? Then you can actually start to hold them accountable and judge them against that. I can definitely touch on things in another episode. But once that process is complete and once the head of people actually takes responsibility of those processes, that head of people with the green light of the CEO should be able to go to a CTO, should be able to go to a CIO, should be able to go to a COO, should be able to go to a VP VP level department head and say, you are no longer going to be a part of this organization if these things do not improve. And here's the way we're going to track and understand if these things are going to improve. The head of people should be putting these folks on a development pan. They should be putting pips on the CTO, on the CIO, on the people-level department heads. It is not a debate. It is not a question. It is a literal fact. And I want to see more of that occurring. I would love to know your thoughts. Thanks a lot, guys.